Hey, Relationship Transformers, welcome to the Relationship Transformers podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a really common complaint that we hear from women, that their husband is just so blunt and he's just being such an ass. And as a result, he's either triggering them or embarrassing them. So today, it's time to set the record straight and explain another piece of how the masculine is wired. So let's cue up the intro and dive in. So the big question is this. How is it possible that one person alone can transform any relationship, save their marriage, create their unshakable love and unleash passion, divorce-proof their family without needing their partner to get on board and do this with them? How is it possible to do all this and yet still get to be happily, authentically you without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Paul and Stacy Martino, and welcome to the Relationship Transformer podcast. All right, so I'll start this by giving an example. We had a story from one of our Relationship Transformers that was asked of us, and she gave this example. She said, my husband is very rude and demanding, and I just don't think I deserve to be talked to this way anymore. This happens all the time, but one example was last week. I told him there was a certification class opening in a few weeks for a certification I want to take that will help me at work. I'm thinking about doing it, and I asked him, what do you think? And he responded by saying, you already complain every day that there's too much to do around here. How do you think you're going to manage another class on top of all this? I was so taken aback. I didn't want to scream. So I stood there and that was that. He walked away. I don't want to do demand relationship here, but personally, I feel like he's an ass and he treats me like crap and I don't deserve it. So babe, let's jump in and talk about the masculine and the feminine perspective here and how we're showing up. Absolutely. So I think we should probably start with you so you can talk about the background, what we assume she was feeling. All right. Awesome. So very typically for the feminine, in fact, she said it in her story, right? She was so taken aback. He was so blunt and direct (laughs) and she felt criticized that here she's saying like, I want to do this thing. What do you think? And he like poked holes in it. And from her perspective, he walked away and that was that. And Basically, she's saying like, what do I do about this when he just shuts me down? Now, what's interesting is, and this is super common for the feminine, she assumes it's over. Very often when masculine uses this very blunt, very direct language in the feminine, we kind of feel like, okay, well, he's spoken. That's it. Unless I have two choices now, either I just don't do anything and I guess I'm not taking this class or I'm just like, well, screw him. I'm doing it despite him and he can't tell me what to do. Like we take one of two, typically we take one of two directions, right? Either the non-power player of, I guess that's it, I'm not going, or the power player like, screw you, I'm going to steamroll you and I'm doing it anyway. Both of those are a massive misunderstanding of how the masculine is wired and how the masculine is communicating. And this happens all the time. And so first of all, I just want to say that from the feminine, I know it seems super reasonable because if another woman communicated with you that way, you know, you would be at an impasse, but you're making a huge leap, a huge leap to an assumption where most women end up, which is like, oh, I guess that's it. He's spoken. This is over. I'm not, I feel like I'm not going to get to go. Like that's a big leap. 
Because in the masculine world, it's not that way at all, babe. Yeah. So all that we know in the masculine world, again, in general, across the board, you'll find is direct communication, directly saying what we mean and being very direct in anything that we say. We're not trying to protect the other guy's feelings if we're talking to him. We're not sugarcoating anything. We're not wrapping it in anything. We're just telling him flat out what our logical thought is on a particular topic, and then we say it. Because that's always been the case. We've been very assertive, right? As in, if you could look back in time, men were generally assertive and took charge. And you know what? This actually goes back to the last podcast that we were just talking about and is pretty much a continuation of that. Like from the masculine's perspective, his job is if one of his buddies said, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think about that? The masculine approach is, well, let me figure out if there's like, are there any holes in there? Like, can I look out for you? Can I tell you, hey, this could fail here? Like, how can I serve you by bringing my critical thinking to this situation? Is that fair to say? Babe? That's exactly right. So in other words, ironically, and, and again, we're taking this out of context, but this explains the dynamic that we see all the time, which is he's actually looking out for you. So if another man says, hey, I'm thinking about doing something, by the way, that's an invitation for us to comment <laughs> from the other side of like, well, let me weigh this out. Let me look out for you and protect you by seeing if there's anything you should be concerned about so we can address that up front. Very direct approach to handling this simple request of like, hey, I'm thinking about something. Because if the guy was certain, he wouldn't be telling us about it. He would just be telling us what he did. But if he's like, hey, I'm thinking about doing something, it implies to us he's looking for us to help him. And the way we help him is to serve him by looking out for him in advance and saying, hey, I think there's a, a hole in that plan and you might want to watch out for X, Y, or Z, but hope that helps you. <laughs> hope that serves you. So here from the masculine perspective, masculine to masculine, when a guy says to another guy, what do you think? He's really looking for his critical perspective, his critical thinking, and, and that's how men serve each other. Unfortunately, that really falls flat on its face when you interact with the feminine because we were not looking for you to poke holes in everything that we were sharing with you and tell us how our plan is going to fail before we even start. Guys, if you didn't catch that, rewind this one. <laughs> because that's how it feels, <laughs> feminine. We have a completely different meaning in the feminine very often, which is, hey, like, what the, you know, I'm sharing what I'm doing here. And very often the feminine feels like you're crapping all over what I'm trying to do here before I even started, right? You didn't even talk it through with me. You didn't even listen to what I think about it. You didn't even listen to my plan. And you're already like poking holes in it, like you're crushing my dreams. And it's so misappropriated because we just don't understand how each other is wired. And so what the feminine is often taking away from these interactions is he's spoken, he's done, he doesn't agree with me, I can't do this, or I'm going to have to do this and steamroll him. And what the masculine is taking away from this is, so notice one of the phrases there was, I was so taken aback, I didn't want to scream, so I stood there. And that was that. And he walked away. So in this story, what happened was she went quiet. He had said what he had to say to protect her, look out for her, and just said what was on his mind directly. And then she stopped talking. So he figured, okay. So she heard what I had to say and we're done here. Now, even if he was perceptible enough to notice that actually she stopped talking and she's upset, 
he might be like, well, then most masculine energy will look at that and be like, well, if you don't like the truth, I'm sorry. The truth hurts. The truth hurts, but I'm serving you because that's what we do for other men. We will serve them to a point of we don't care if it hurts you. We're actually, we care so much about you. We will say something blunt and raw just because we care so much to look out for you. So it's like an entirely different meaning. So anyway, if she stops talking, even if she was upset, one of two negative outcomes are coming from that, which is, well, I guess she heard what I had to say, and this has been figured out, and she agrees with me, or I don't have a purpose here anymore, so no sense standing here. (laughs) I'll walk away, not realizing he's basically abandoning her and making it feel like he's just decided for her by walking away. And then the other thing about it is, too, is if she was upset, then he's like, look, I can't have these conversations with her. She asked for my help, which is what he believed was happening here. Um, (laughs) And then I gave her the help and she doesn't like it. So why should I bother? All these negative meanings and takeaways that stack over time, all because there was a simple request from natural feminine ask energy that was misinterpreted and then addressed from typical masculine energy back. And yet neither one had bad intentions for the either at the beginning. They had the best of intentions. It was supposed to be just what we would say is a conversation. And it turned out to be a kerfuffle. Quiet kerfuffle or not, it was still a kerfuffle. I hope some of this is resonating with you or you're seeing past kerfuffles in this example of times where you felt like you were shut down or it didn't go well and you have no idea why. We're teaching this in our Relationship You Live event last month. And I remember when Paul and I started teaching this piece of the masculine and feminine blueprint. And I remember some of the guys in the room were like, no way, that's not true. That, that is not what she is thinking. And Paul's like, you know, when she said to you, what do you think? She wasn't looking for your critical evaluation of her plan. I remember guys were like, what? <laughs> well, but that's what she said. And he's like, no, 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 she did not say that. She said, what do you think? Which means something different in the feminine. And the guys were like, there's no way like this is not true. And it took the women in the room saying, no, yes, when I don't want you to tear apart my shit. Yes, this is absolutely true. Like, I don't want you to tear apart my plan. The truth is that when the feminine asks, what do you think? They're really inviting you into the conversation. Hey, like, let me talk this out with you. I want to share this with you. Like, I'm inviting you into my process with me. Not, hey, everything is laid out. Can you tear this up? Or for your critical thinking on it. It's really hard for us to even appreciate because it's so polar opposite. It's hard to appreciate and believe the difference in perspective, but it is absolutely still valid. I just want to also add here too. notice that whether you were listening to the podcast prior to this or any of our other podcasts, probably you'll find the same thing. I just want to reiterate at this point because we haven't in a while Notice it wasn't about who they were as people, who they chose. Amen. It wasn't about, you know, picking the wrong person. These are dynamics that are happening to everyone. The fact that they've been invisible to everyone is why everyone is suffering. Amen. It doesn't have to be that way anymore. And we all need to realize, look, just back up from what you believe to be so true and start to realize if you haven't already, please go back and listen to the other podcasts and give yourself a break. And most importantly, Start giving your partner a break. Amen. Because you know what? It was never about you and it was never about them. 
And we all need to start embracing that, not only with our partners, but with our children, our coworkers across the world. Like it really isn't about you or them. It's about the invisible dynamics that no one is seeing. And because they're invisible, they continue to push everybody around in a negative way. So true. I say this all the time. Like, this is not the Barbara and Mike show. This is not your specific marriage. This is a masculine feminine dynamic, or this is a relationship dynamic. You can swap this person out for another person, and you're going to keep running in to some of these challenges in different forms with different faces, because these are just relationship dynamics of learning to understand how other people are wired and interact with them in a way that brings out the best in them instead of assuming everybody's wired like you and interacting blindly and triggering the crap out of people, which is pretty much what we've been doing. So let's talk about some ways that we can shift this because either one of you can shift this. And of course, we have loads and loads and loads of tools and strategies around this. But just as a starting point, understanding that for the feminine, I will say that, yes, he's blunt, yes, he's direct, and no, he's not just being an ass. He's not going to communicate with you the way that a woman would. It's not rude. I know it's wildly uncomfortable for so many women. The way men are so assertive and so confident has been labeled rude because that's how we were taught. But it's really not. It's wonderful confidence. The key thing I want to share with you, which is what I shared with this student who had the example, is... He wasn't done. I know from your perspective, it seems like, oh, he's spoken. That's it. No, that is a false meaning. And it's a meaning we jump to a lot. Uh, First of all, just take that in. You may need to listen to this podcast another time when you're triggered about something so you can work through that trigger. Your assumption that he's done, he has spoken, either I don't do it or I have to bulldoze him. He wasn't done. He may have used assertive, confident communication. That doesn't mean he was done. You can keep going to get to the win-win. If you stop when you're in the win-lose, that's what makes it a win-lose, not what he said, the fact that you stopped. You can keep going. We were just talking about this today on a Q&A call that being able to bring even vulnerable conversation to that moment to be able to say, hey, I, I feel like you maybe made a decision around this, but this is really important to me. Can we keep talking about and strategizing a way that we could maybe work this out? Invites him to know, oh, this is important to her. She's not just looking for me to share what I think and walk away. She wants to keep going. Yeah, of course I keep going. Like he wants to serve you. And this is one example of so many times where it's important to understand the other side so that you can wrap what it is that you're going to say back in a way that it can be received well. And that was a good example of like sort of rephrasing that as in a wrapper that we can now digest on the other side. And guys, it's the same thing on our side is we need to understand how to wrap things when we have these understandings, how to wrap what we say back so that it's received the way we meant it to be received without these misunderstandings. That comes from a relationship education. Like there's so many layers to this, but what I will say in this one particular incident is for this one, you've heard what the other perspective was. And the biggest thing that created the obstacle here was the belief that you had spoken and you weren't open to any other conversation around this. And I'd be willing to bet that most guys listening to this, that would not be your intention. So if it's not your intention, be sensitive to this fact and know this is happening. And now wrap it in something like, would you consider X, Y, or Z or 
do you think that you, you know, it would still work, even though I know you're very busy and honor the fact that like we hear where we're saying you don't have time for this instead of saying, you already told me you don't have time for this. And he said something like, I know you're really busy because you're doing X, Y, and Z for us. I appreciate that. A little appreciation, whatever. Do you think you'd still be able to work that into your schedule and put it into a wrapper where it's a question and not something that can be accidentally perceived to be you deciding for someone else? So that's just one quick example of how that can make all the difference in the world of a conversation that went badly, help break down your relationship in that moment instead of a conversation that can go really well. And then your partner can feel more connected to you, happier and heard. And guess what? Everybody gets to the win-win around this with clarity on both sides of what is real here. And then that becomes a building block for the next successful conversation because you know how to handle that one. And it's really what it comes down to. Awesome. One of my favorite preframes that Paul uses when he's using amazing tools to communicate with me in a way that helps me receive it better is he'll use a preframe like, hey, this is just my thoughts. I'm just throwing it out there. And then he shares what he has to say. So I already understand he's just making suggestions. It's not I have spoken. Um, And another one is when he uses the preframe that I'm not committed to this. I'm just throwing it out there. Once he says that, my resistance has dropped significantly. And not only is it not causing a kerfuffle, but I will just say, guys, I am ready to receive whatever he has to say next completely differently than when I feel like I'm on the defense of somebody who's rude and asserting himself and maybe taking away my opportunity to do what I want to do next or I'm going to have to fight him for it. So already my resistance has dropped massively and I'm ready to hear it differently. And by the same token, ladies, I know for a fact that in the past when I was in my masculine and Paul would say something and I would perceive it as being rude and I would fight back and be like, oh, well, screw you. Watch me do it anyway. That would create one outcome (laughs) versus now when I'm in my feminine and I say something to Paul like, you know, I kind of feel like you've made a decision around that. And this is actually really important to me. So can we please keep talking about this until we get to the win-win? Because I actually really want to do this matters. And I bring that vulnerability to him and let him know that I don't want to give up here. And I feel like I'm going to give up because it sounds like he's made up his mind. And I vulnerably bring that to him. He feels differently about that too. Totally. It's a whole different conversation. And when the energy is authentic for who you are, on either side of this, amen. it speaks volumes. And when we can connect with that energy, when we're having these conversations, and that's probably a conversation for another day, yeah, really. Um, you know, that moves mountains already automatically because you're showing up authentically from who you are and not trying to protect or compensate or anything else. Oh, that's such a good point. And just to anchor that in, yeah, that could be a whole nother show for another day. But just to anchor that in, we're never going to tell you to be something other than who you really are in order to be successful in relationship. If you're masculine, we're never going to tell you to be more feminine uh, in order to please her. And if you're feminine, we're never going to tell you to be more masculine in order to have fewer kerfuffles. We're going to invite you to up-level your skill set in learning how to deliver your how you relate to the other person. Be the best of who you are. And that's who you are. And 
you're required to relate to the other, right? We're required to relate to others in the world if we want to have a full life, a life of meaning. The juice, which is where the juice comes from relationships, not just from self, from relationships. We must learn how to relate to the other. And in order to do that, we need to up-level our skill set to relate to them in a way that allows them to be their best and most authentic self and rises, like raises our relationship, builds up our relationship through how we relate as opposed to breaking it down. That's what we're doing here. And along those same lines, I just want to point out one more thing as well too, especially for the men. And I I can't get this message out enough to the guys. So guys, listen up, because I don't know that anybody else out there is going to tell you this, but I get it. I recognize that we go through most of our lives starting off thinking that relationship is not a topic for us, right? The typical masculine man out there is not thinking about relationship. It's not even something that he necessarily feels like is even in the realm of masculinity. And yet we're in them. And I invite you now, if you haven't already, again, I'm going to say, go back and listen to the other podcasts. You're not finding me ever saying, hey, I want you to become sweeter, or anything else, right? Anything else ridiculous, more sensitive sensitive in order to make things different. I will ask you to be aware of what reality is that you're dealing with and why wouldn't we want to have that operational awareness, right? How can you be successful in anything if you don't know how it's being, how the game is played or what the goal is? You're not going to hit it. And that's where we've fallen down is relationships are things that we have. It's not something that we focus on, right? I get it. Like from the age of two, we weren't thinking about, you know, when we're going to get married, for example. (laughs) You know, you won't find most men having those kinds of thoughts in, in their younger years. We're independent. And typically we're very much the opposite. We're all wired for the freedom instead. So I get it that we came from a different perspective. But the truth is you're in relationships all the time, whether it's your coworkers, your children, your, your spouse, whatever. Relationship is a human topic. It's not a feminine topic. And we're, as Stacy said, we're never going to make you become inauthentic to get there. In fact, I guarantee you that's a recipe for failure eventually. Amen. Or at least unhappiness at a bare minimum. Amen. It's not a way to go through life and you won't find us recommending it. So what I'm saying to you is get yourself a relationship education because that's what it is. It's not becoming different than who you are. It's actually evolving in a way that we hadn't needed to, Right over all these generations, but we can't go through a life suffering this way. And get this, not just you suffering, because I know you'll do it. I know you'll suffer and you'll just be like, well, that's what it is. And I'm going to have to just take it and suck it up. What I'm saying is don't suffer. And by the way, bring down your partner's life, bring down your children's life, the cost and destruction to our communities, to our livelihood, to our, our, our world around us from relationships falling apart is staggering. And it needs to stop. And it can. It was truly because we're just not looking at it for what it is that needs to be addressed. And it's certainly not impossible to fix. It's a lack of awareness that's allowing things to fall apart. And guys, I'm going to ask you to step up. And if you had that false belief that this is not a topic for you, I get it. And I'm also quite aware that in any other package besides Stacey and I, you're probably finding a lot of things that are either man bashing or making masculinity wrong or anything else like that. I'm here to tell you that you won't find that here because to me, that's all part of the same shortcomings of where the rest of the world is stuck in demand relationship, trying to make the other side wrong, trying to get them to come over to their side. We don't do that. So I encourage you as men 
to actually get the awareness that you need so that you can actually score the way you always intended to, to make that difference for your spouse, for your children, to have a not only a happier, more peaceful life, which I know we're also looking for, but to finally fix this dynamic and you could be the one to step up. And I have to call out the men in particular because in general, I know most guys still have that false belief that this is not a topic for them. We can put that history and all of our beliefs of what used to be the rapper that that education came in aside because it's no longer the case. So anyway, I just wanted to make that call to the men because either one of us can change this. And I'm saying to you, hey, it's time for us to evolve because that's all it was. It was an evolution that we didn't need to have before. But you do in this world. You need to understand what's going on if you want to be successful today. Oh, my God. I couldn't love you more. (laughs) (laughs) And right back at you, And then tomorrow will come and I will. (laughs) Babe, can you give us some action steps as to what everybody can start doing now? Yes. Okay. So first of all, action steps. Number one, stop. Not your car. If you're driving, just keep going. You know, whatever the case is there, just watch the road. Uh, But anyway, stop applying your meanings to what your partner is saying. It's your meanings that are causing you pain. Number two, learn. Learn the differences between the masculine and the feminine and how people are wired so that you can learn how your partner is wired and also appreciate how you are also wired that you may not have any visibility into. Because there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with your partner as we already saw. Number three, act. With the stuff that you're learning from us, start showing up differently when you're with your partner so that you can create the shift that you both want. Awesome. We take a deep dive into this at Relationship Breakthrough Retreat. I know I mentioned it before. If you don't have your tickets yet, RBR is coming up July 9th, 10th, and 11th in Boise, Idaho. We have a big launch going on right now at RelationshipBreakthroughRetreat.com where you can get your event tickets at half off and get a huge stack of bonus programs. Like This is an event not to be missed. People fly in from all over the world for these three days, because this is not just an education event. This is a transformation experience. You will catapult forward in your relationship in just these three days. It is not a couple's event. Only you need to attend. Yes, if your partner wants to attend, actually, they can get a free ticket when you buy yours, but do not hinge your attendance on them. That's demand relationship. It only takes one person to transform a relationship. This um, event is just not something you want to miss. I, I see this happen all the time. People are like, oh, wow, that sounds great. I, uh, but I have something going on or I can never make the time for that or blah, blah, blah. And then they end up in the pile of regret. I call it, which is when in August, September, October, November, we get messages and comments from people that just fill the pile of regret. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I should have gone to RBR. Instead, we had a family reunion and now I found his phone and he's talking to some other woman and I wish I had gone to RBR like or whatever else it is, right? So many different things. I I wanted to go to RBR, but I didn't know how to talk to my wife about it. And now she's filed for divorce and I, I should have gone. I all of this piles of regret of all the things that we didn't put our excuses away and get to that event. And then we end up regretting it later. And we only do this event once a year out of the five of live events that we do all year long. This is the only one that you can actually buy tickets to. The others are advanced level live events. So this is the one not to be missed. You don't want to wait another year or so to get the catapult that you and your family deserve. 
So go to relationshipbreakthroughretreat.com, check out all the details and make sure that you book your tickets. We definitely want to see you there before we sell out. Make sure to secure your tickets. And if you love this podcast, please share it. Share it with the people in the world that deserve to know that these answers are here. Take a screenshot or share it in social media. You can tag us, hashtag Relationship Transformers Podcast. And until next time, remember, together, we are changing the way relationship is done. Are you ready to catapult your relationship to the next level? Would you love to do that in just three days? Well, Relationship Breakthrough Retreat tickets are open. This is our live three-day event. We only do this event once a year. It's a three-day live immersion experience with me and Paul, where you get to have your relationship breakthrough within those three days. This is not a couple's event. Your partner does not need to come to this event. There's no couple's work going on. It's a fun, high-energy, life-changing, impactful immersion experience where your relationships will catapult forward within those three days. It is not to be missed. Check out RelationshipBreakthroughRetreat.com for information and tickets.